You are now listening to the Claim It Podcast with me, your host, Trisha Huffman, your joyologist. On this podcast, whether you're listening to a guest conversation, um, a solo episode, whatever it is, I hope that it supports you, that it allows you to give you more compassion for yourself, to think about your choices to see that you can always make a change and really mostly about (laughs) self-compassion. You might not think that. You might not think, but really it is. It's like being present with yourself, being mindful. And I think that that really ties in with compassion because you have to have compassion for yourself to allow yourself to be mindful of what you're doing and Well, I guess you don't have to. You can be a real asshole to yourself, right? (laughs) And that is what I don't want. So you can be mindful of what you're doing and beating yourself up and comparing yourselves to others and be so upset about what you're doing and focusing on more, more, better, better. And I want you to be meeting yourself with more compassion and love. So today I want to talk about something that I feel like I bring up often. I don't know if you will think that. Well, here, but I think it's a especially powerful to talk about now. I'm recording this and putting it out the first week of December where, yeah, the end of the year is nearing the beginning of a new year. Holidays are coming. And with this season, there can be a lot more going on, a lot more invitations to gatherings, to events, so we meet up with family, if you have a family of your own, of like all sorts of different holiday activities you can be a part of, uh, decorating your house inside and out, the baking, there's a lot. And of course, the holiday season, uh, you know, I think it's meant to focus on, on joy, on connection, on gratitude, on love. And there is, I do feel so much joy. Like I'm, I've never been like, you know, who's not, I'm not, I'm not not a Christmas person, but I'm not someone who's like listening to Christmas music year round or just like can't wait. But I do feel like in the last few years, I don't know if it's since I've had kids that like, yeah, when the decorations start to go up, uh, in the neighborhoods and stuff, it does feel really special and joyful. And I've been wanting to watch Christmas movies like already for the fat before even the week before Thanksgiving, and listen to Christmas music. Um, so I do, of course, love the spirit of joy. But I also feel that this year, 2022, especially the end of the year, now that where we are, we are, we, I mean, I know the COVID has not gone away, so I don't know if we can really say we're post pandemic, but it's a lot different now than it was in 2020 and than it was in 2021. In those years, a lot fell away for most people, right? Things were closed down. Um, there weren't as many there weren't really parties or gatherings. If they were, they were like virtual. There weren't uh, the tree lightings and um, Santa's coming to town and 
even like going to sit on Santa's lap, if you do that tradition or whatever, there wasn't as much to do. And so I think in many ways that actually, even though we had stress for other reasons, there wasn't that stress of, of going to all the things or even, and what should I wear to the thing? And what should I bring to the thing? And like, how come I see people on social media going to all these parties and events and I'm not invited to them or like whatever, right? So there wasn't as much happening. So I think it actually, in many ways, released stress. Like I said, we had stress of way different types, but but of that sort of social stress. Um, and same thing with 2021, things were brought back more. But this year, a lot of things are fully back on. <laughs> and then, so I feel like in some ways, it can be more overwhelming. And people saying yes to all the things and let's do all the things and back full on. And so I feel like there's an easier capacity to overdo it and burn out. And, and yeah, like, you know, I was just mentioning a lot of shoulds. You you likely, if you know me, know that I am anti-shoulds and that I have a book out that came out this year called F the Shoulds, Do the Once. And I personally don't actually use that word should, but I feel it every day. But when I feel or want to say the word should, when it naturally is about to come up, then I ask myself, well, what do I want? And it's a way to like pause and land back in my body. But it's natural for us to be in like this comparison mode. So um, unfortunately, it's natural. I don't want that to be natural. And like I said, it can be these small things of like, oh my gosh, yes, I would love to go. Or thanks for inviting me. And you're so happy. And then it can turn into oh my gosh, what am I going to wear? What do I look like in this? Oh, I love the sweater, but is it like worn out? What is everybody else going to wear? Am I going to be dressy enough? Am I not going to be dressy enough? Do I bring a hostess gift? I don't really have the budget for a hostess gift, but I bet everybody else is bringing a hostess gift. Like, what do I bring? Like, right, like we can spin out over these details when it's meant to be like, we're just coming together to celebrate fun, joy, gratitude, and we can turn it into a real freaking headache. <laughs> Maybe you don't. And if you don't, I'm so happy for you. Okay, so tying that sort of stuff back in with something that I feel like I talk a lot about, but maybe, maybe I don't. Maybe it's just something I, I am, I am constantly reminding myself about is that I feel we are naturally sort of programmed to pay attention to how it looks how things will look instead of how it feels to us, right? So mm, how will it even look if I say no? Like, oh, really? Like, I would love to go to that and that and do that and do all the things, but I don't have the capacity for it, whether it's your capacity of your budget, capacity of your energy, capacity of like your just freaking actual schedule. And so being like, I would love to go to that. And also, I know it's best for me and it feels it the choice that is best for me. Maybe maybe not feel feel best to say no, but the choice that is best for me that feels best is um saying no to that. So looking at these choices that are coming up in so many different ways and this is not just with the holiday, not 
coming from? What does it look like? What will it look like? What will I look like? What does it look like, you know, of the how much what I'm bringing as the appetizer or what I'm bringing as a this or uh, I haven't gone or even like, oh, I haven't gone to any parties. What does that look like to other people? Because what it look like, we're naturally programmed, like, what do other people think about me? Or we can feel like, oh, well, I want to buy a gift for everyone because I want it to look like I'm so thoughtful and caring. I'm going to go all out and I'm going to buy my kids every single that they ask for because I want to look like a good mom, you know, right? So that's, and you might not realize that those things are coming from looking like. Instead, checking in what is the best choices for your capacity, your energy, and your budget right now, right? You may very well want to buy every person that you care about a gift. You may very well want to buy your kids every single that they ask for, but that may not be in your budget right now and you don't have to overstretch and overextend yourself. So what what you think is this makes me a good mom. Well, what would it feel like? It it could just be like, you know what? I'm just going to choose choose to get my kids these things that I know they will love the most or we're going I'm going to create a new tradition and this is what it is. So sometimes what we want to be able to do is not possible for us right now. But so looking at, even if you want that, why do you want that, right? Like, I want to be able to give my kids everything, right? So you're a caring, loving, thoughtful mom. How can you turn that into what works for your budget, your capacity, and your energy, you can be a caring, loving, thoughtful mom, friend, etc. and not overextend your budget, overextend your time, overextend your extend your energy, overextend your capacity. Psst, Trisha here and I have got to tell you about my absolute favorite skincare brand, Blissoma. These are next level. It is authentic green beauty which is cutting edge chemistry meets traditional herbal knowledge for the best of both worlds. Their original recipes offer a huge range of phytonutrients that benefit every skin need, including sensitivities and painful skin problems. They create balance within the skin and the body. The products are formulated to allow customers to proactively and naturally manage a variety of skin issues, including acne, eczema, sensitivity, stress, and aging through the nutrients that they contain. You may not even have any of those issues, but I got to tell you to check out Blissoma. You can go to their site, blissoma.com, and they even have um, like a questionnaire you can fill out about your skin and somebody writes back. They look through all the information and writes back with what they recommend for you. I just did this and I am so excited. Um, Some of the products they recommended were ones I already used and loved. And then there's some new ones that are on their way to me right now. Every single one of their products is based on whole herb extracts, unrefined oils, and fresh juices. They're rich in antioxidants, bioavailable vitamins, essential fatty acids, and complex phytonutrients that are usually missing in refined commercial skincare products. I mean, just think of it, the mass production of the skincare products. And also, your skin is your largest organ. So often, we're paying attention to what we are eating by putting our in our body that way. And okay, I'm 
want to take care of myself by what I'm putting in my body, but what you're putting on your skin really matters too. The only problem is a lot of brands can just say they're green beauty or they're clean or they're this, and they're not. Blissoma is the absolute best. Okay, and you can use my code, claim it 20, go to blissoma.com and you can use get 20% off anything that's in their moisturizer category, which is perfect right now during the winter months. Like I said, go check them out, blissoma.com, take their, like fill out the questionnaire thing and see what they tell you. Feel free to DM me. I absolutely love these products. No joke. They are the best. I see an instant change in my skin when I use them. Blissoma.com. Use code CLAIMIT20 for anything in the moisturizer category. Okay, so that was a little bit talking about budget-wise. And there's so many ways, again, to do that, whether it's gift for friends, what you're contributing when you're invited to a party, the decorations on your house, whatever it is. It is so easy to feel like we're not enough, we're not doing enough if we don't go all out or, oh, all my neighbors or all my friends or people on social media all have this and are doing this. That, that doesn't mean that you have to, and it doesn't mean anything about you if you are not at the place to do that right now, okay? Paying attention to what feels best to you right now instead of what you think looks best or what you should do based on what it would look like. Um, so again, like that is also with, sometimes you might wanna say yes to all the things, but what is your energy and capacity? Are you gonna say yes to all the things? Let's try to do every holiday activity. Let's go to all the parties and all the things, and then you're exhausted, burnt out, frazzled, you end up getting sick, it's so hard to recover from. So being preventative with stuff like that, or also it's being clear like, okay, maybe we will go to you know this party, but I will go for like 20 minutes and and I'm not gonna like drink anything or you know, whatever, drink water, you know. So making choices again that are the smarter choices for your current capacity, energy, and budget. Um, that can also look like what you talk about, right? Sometimes we can have anxiety in social situations because it's like, oh, they're going to ask these usual questions or like, oh, who are you dating? Or how's this going? Or how's this whatever? And so you're already feeling stress about the situation before you even get there. And maybe or maybe not people are even going to ask you those things or those topics. You're gonna, oh, no, what if, you know, this, this current, uh, current events topic gets brought up. So when you find yourself stressing about things like that before it happens, instead of like really letting that stress and anxiety take over you, allow that to be information for yourself and then ask yourself, what can I do to support myself through that if that does happen? Or okay, so that might happen. So how can I prepare myself for it? And I talk about stuff like this in my book, F the Shoulds, Do the Once. Go to ftheshouldsdothewants.com. <laughs> um, so to prepare yourself. So it's like I if you're like, oh, I'm anxious, they're going to mention this or, oh, you know, you're always with family that talks about like, oh, your body. Sometimes too, like getting compliments can be triggering, right? So whatever it is, like see, notice what you know are topics that you get anxious about, that you get stressed about, that you don't want to talk about with those people. And then create little like... um 
prompts for yourself, like a quick, short answer, like even it's just, oh, how's work? Or like, oh, how's that project that you were working on? Oh, it's going. Like you can give a short answer like that and you don't owe anybody like a full explanation. Or if somebody makes a comment about your body or, oh, somebody makes a comment about how much is food on your plate or you're not eating because maybe health-wise things don't work for you, like whatever. I'm afraid somebody's going to comment about my size. I'm afraid somebody's going to comment about my plate. So giving yourself some things to be able to say to that. Uh, A great thing that Terry Cole, my friend, past guest and author of Boundary Boss will say in some sort of questions that can feel like uncomfortable and triggering is to then sort of turn it around on them and ask it. Sometimes you can just even go, oh, why would you say that? Oh, why are you asking? You know, if they're like, oh, you're not eating. We're like, oh, what makes you ask about that? Like something like that, where you can like turn it around to be like, yeah, well, what? Because sometimes people don't realize that they're being invasive or they're being rude. They think that they're just making small talk or they do care about you (laughs) and they love you and again they might not realize how certain things might come off as insensitive or how they may land so prepare yourself what topics make me anxious what are little quick scripts or tactics I can use you can even like make yourself a little cheat sheet in your phone to like look at before you walk in or when you're in the bathroom or whatever same thing for if there's topics that come up that don't have to do with you but like you just don't want to have to bring up because also you don't have to like be the champion of everything right you can care about what is happening in the world and also don't feel like you have to bring your side of the story to every single conversation that comes up because the reality is like knowing what the energy of the room, the energy of the people by you fully going to bat, researching the topic, knowing everything there is to know about it, saying it in a way that, you know, they like groundedness that it will land and not be reactive People might still not be open at all to hearing any other side but their own. So people that agree with them, and if you don't agree with them, even if you're making the absolute best points and you have the actual, like you are the expert on it, that doesn't mean you're going to be able to change their opinion about it. So it may not be worth your freaking time and energy (laughs) to try to go to a bat for even the most important causes. I'm not saying ever. I'm saying in that conversation, in that social situation, like at your family party or at your husband's Christmas party or whatever. So it could be though, like, yeah, having quick facts to put that in. Or it could be if this topic comes up, I don't even want to deal with it. I'm going to walk away. Or I'm going to ask a question. You can change the tone of the conversation by just being like, hey, you know, to I'm someone who like, I don't really like love topical conversations, but at the same time, sometimes they're good. Sometimes you can just bond on, hey, what show are you all? What was the last show you binged? (laughs) Sometimes you can connect with people on that. If you're having a hard time connecting about things, Uh, and people are not seeing things eye to eye, people only want to be getting into like the disagreements or whatever it is, change the subject to something light and fun. Or, oh, hey, what would you guys think? Uh, What was your favorite food? Like, or one of the appetizers. Okay, so like have some easy to talk about topics that when there are conversations, so whether they're asking you a question about your life that you don't want to answer, or it's a, you know, current life, current event situation 
you're not in the space to talk about, give yourself some prompts to prepare yourself. Be aware of your capacity and your energy and your stressor, stressors. You don't have to, like, in some case it is avoiding the stressor. Sometimes that's not possible. So how can I prepare myself? Instead of living in the anxiety up until the moment, okay, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you, anxiety. Let me see what I can do to best support myself to move through this and to be prepared if that happens to come up. So capacity, energy, budget, making choices that feel best for you right now, even if you want to do more. Right now, you may not have the capacity, the energy, and the budget. And so looking at, well, what, how can I do that in a different way that does meet my energy capacity budget, okay? And really, yeah, again, getting out of the comparison mode of or feeling like you have to do what you see, even your traditions of like your family growing up, you might feel like you have to do all of these traditions and you might not have the energy, the budget, the capacity to do it the same way. And it's okay. It doesn't mean that like you are not a good person, a good human, a good mom, a good friend, a good daughter, a good son, whatever it may be. Okay. Take care of yourself. Don't overextend yourself. And also remember that you see lots of shiny clips of other people where it might seem like, wow, they have it all. They're doing all the things. Like I have someone that I know that it's like, wow, they are constantly going, 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 doing, doing, doing. They've got all this stuff going on. That's so awesome. That's so great for them. And also realizing that some people just think that they got to do all the things and they may not be able to fully be enjoying them or like I said, may end up crashing and burning because they were just pushing themselves to do all the things because they felt like they should and not because they truly wanted to or again, maybe they do truly want to, but it would have been smarter to ease off a bit so that they didn't burn out as easily. And by the way, burnout happens. So don't blame yourself if you do. We contribute to our own burnout by overbooking ourselves, taking too much on. But also, I do feel like you can be making the absolute best choices for yourself, for your mental health, for your physical health, eating, time, budget, all the things, and you can still experience burnout because life is a lot. <laughs> so, but you can do a lot to avoid that and to make sure that you come back from it quicker by taking care of yourself and your needs, your capacity. I love you. I'm sending out so much love. Uh, make sure to join my From the Heart community over on Substack. I send four to five uh, messages out a week, both in written form and audio form. There's a like chat community there. Um, I really love nurturing that space. So come check it out. It's trishahuffman.substack.com 
Oh my gosh, I'm getting confused as I'm saying it. It'll be in the show notes <laughs> or just look it up on all my stuff. Um, remember to shop my products. They are going away. Uh, so go to shop.yourjoyologist.com because once things sell out, they will be gone for good. Products are slowly selling out, but they might move very fast as the inventory goes, goes, goes. All right. Sending love, sending ease, sending peace, sending you, valuing your time, your energy and capacity, and to be making the choices based on what feels best to you right now and not based on what you think it should be or what you should look like.